disclaimer, we do discuss sexual harassment during this episode. Please take care and listen at your discretion. As always, this is not a kid-friendly podcast. Welcome to the Girls of 309 podcast. I'm Shelby. I'll be hosting today's episode, and I am joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Alicia. Hi, I'm Ash. And I'm Stephanie. And today we are going to talk about uh, our specific roles in the Disney College program, which is where we met in 2014. So Ashley and I were both custodians during our Disney College program, but we were custodians in different areas, which I think will help give a different perspective. Uh, I was at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. And Ashley, do you want to say where you were? Yeah, I was in Magic Kingdom. I worked mainly in Fantasyland and sometimes in Tomorrowland. Yeah, so today we're just going to kind of go through our experiences as custodians in those areas and what that looked like for us at the time. I took some notes uh, because there's a lot to remember. (laughs) It's also been 10 years almost, so been about 10 years um so yeah I guess when we first started we all went through Disney training which was something everyone had to do it was I can't remember what they called it do you guys know traditions traditions Traditions. yes (laughs) before you start a disclaimer we might cuss and talk about adult things so uh, don't uh, yes. listen if you are a youngin. Oh, uh, yes. Only youngin. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Alicia. No, you're good. <laughs> continue, continue. Yeah, so initially you go through traditions where you learn kind of how to speak. You learn the Disney point, the two oh. fingers. Um, and that's really where you're like, you learn the culture, I guess. Uh, and then how to dress and you know, kind of the basic presentation. And then you move on to like actual on the job training. One of the things that I wanted to talk about at the Grand Floridian at the time was the outfit that I had to wear. It was so cute. <laughs> and uh, I'll have to find a picture so we can post it somewhere. We'll post them, but, our outfits. Yes, please. So at the time, I had to wear like a three, really more than three piece outfit. And it was a pink top that tucked into a pink skirt that had like white ruffles around <laughs> it. And then I had to wear an apron on top of that. Um, because if you haven't been to the Grand Floridian, it's Victorian themed. Uh, and then you also had to wear white stockings. Oof. So if that wasn't going to make you hot enough, the outfit itself, the stockings <laughs> are a whole nother uh, level of heat that you had to endure. Um, and people would get in trouble. Like if they caught you not wearing your stockings, you would, that was a big no-no. But, oh. oh, man. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Ashley, what was, I talked about my costume. What was your costume like? So costumes where I was at, I think in 
almost all of Magic Kingdom. I never worked the other areas. I did work a couple shifts on Main Street and their costumes were the same. Um, but we were in all white. So we had like a button up shirt with like a Mickey emblem on it. And Mickey was also in the white outfit with like a broom. It was actually pretty cute. And we had, so those could be short sleeves or we could wear long sleeves under them when it was cold. Cause we were there from what, February, I left in May. So mine was like a shorter time, but at the beginning it got cold at night. And then we had these horrible pants that had like pleats in the front. So they weren't flattering on anybody. None of the costumes are. But those could yeah, be I think shorts the costumes are all like 90s or 80s <laughs> themed. Yeah, so bad. I don't know so if they're old. ever going to get updated, but um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we could wear shorts or pants. So that was nice. And then we had these like non slick black shoes. So it was uh, super flattering, very cute. Um, but yeah, I think I did get the better end of the deal with costuming in Magic <laughs> I didn't have to wear stockings, so that was nice. Yeah. I'll never understand why they make the custodians wear all white. Right. <laughs> your job is literally the dirtiest job. Yes. I guess it's supposed to like show how clean Disney is that the custodians yeah. are in white. But I had coworkers that looked like they had rolled around in the trash. <laughs> so like... <laughs> Stuff happens, okay? Shit happens. You're yeah. a custodian. Literal shit happens. Literal <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of which, Ashley, can you tell me what comes to mind when you hear the word or the phrase code H? Oh no. Drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had codes for all the different bodily functions that happened um, because you can't like you're calling these out over like we had headsets so we could talk to the other custodians and the managers and stuff so you can't be like oh my god someone took a shit out here in front of the (laughs) the people walking by you had to be like um i have a code h code h everyone very subtle yeah i love that they were like okay code v is clearly vomit they're like, but we have to have a different letter for poop situations because we don't want people to figure out what that you, means. Right? Just like weird. F for like feces or something like that. Sure. Or, yeah. yeah. But H? What was the H for? Yeah. We always said it was for hell oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Thanks, <laughs> And. Ashley, so what did your, what was your on-the-job training like? So it was similar to yours. We got paired up with, I think the managers at first, they weren't called managers. What are they called? Supervisors or something? Yeah, some I can't remember. Disney word. Coordinators? Coordinators. Coordinators maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe a step down from the coordinators. But we got um, paired up with someone and they would train us for, I think, a couple days. They would show us, like, all the different things all the chemicals, all the things you could buff and polish. Um, I remember we would use like the pink stuff to polish the water fountains in Magic Kingdom. I actually liked that part. When I was bored, I would do that a lot. Mm. But yeah, (laughs) kind of just watching someone else doing it. And then they kind of just uh, release you to be free on your own after a while. (laughs) 
<laughs> they really do. They don't. I don't think that I even went through all of the different assignments that you could learn before they were like, well, you probably understand it by now. <laughs> Good enough. Go off into the. Um, but I did think of when I was thinking about stories for this episode, I was thinking about during my on the job training, it was my birthday. So I turned 19 while we were there. And Ashley, as you mentioned before, we both struggle with a lot of anxiety and, you know, among other things. <laughs> so this being the first time away from home and just somewhere very different um, made me really anxious. And so I'm in training with this woman who had worked at uh, my hotel for a really long time, I think since it opened. And her nickname was The Ox because she never stopped and she was so strong. It's what all the other people told me. They were like, yeah, be careful when you train with her because she never takes a break. Oh, God. And uh, I was like, oh, Lord. Um, but I guess I was just really feeling really anxious that night and we were in a bathroom and I just started crying and she was so nice to me and she was like, you know, I know you miss your family. And so that was one of the things that I thought about when I was thinking about working there and being so young. It's like how many of the people that I worked with who were amazing, like the Ooh. best people that you would ever meet, including the ox, <laughs> so nice to me. And then that was on my birthday. And then I come home, I think I'd worked a late shift and you guys had made, I can't remember if it was cupcakes or something, but you made like a little birthday sign and stuff. Oh, and yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, this is what I needed. And I feel like the people that I worked with and you guys is what kept me going during the times when the anxiety was at an all-time high. Um, and Ashley, I know that you worked with some interesting characters, too. Oh, boy. So, yeah, you can... <laughs> you guests are from all over the place and all different walks of life, and so are the cast members. You have people that have been there for... 30 years you have college kids who this is their first job and their first time out of the house and literally everything in between um, which was really cool and I think a really great experience but you learn quickly how to interact with all kinds of people <laughs> um, yeah there's people who just want to do it the way they want to do it and it kind of is what it is there's people that don't really care and they're just there to have a good vibe a good time um, working as a custodian, there are a lot of Haitian people working as custodians and some of the sweetest people, they, a lot of them just like adopt the college kids and they're just like Ooh. watching out for us and making sure we're okay. We know what we're doing. And it's like when you're away from home and you don't know what you're doing, it's really nice to have like an adult looking out for you. <laughs> Because you're like, please, yes. I just, I don't want to let the mouse down. <laughs> I, know. I know. That's what I was thinking, too, is like, 
if I could go back and tell myself anything, it would be just, like, to chill out and just yeah. enjoy it. <laughs> because yeah. I think so much of my anxiety around working there came from there was I mean of course there's some pressure as a Disney employee you know keeping a certain face and things but um yeah at the time I just didn't have the tools to like really enjoy it so looking back I'm like god why didn't I just chill the fuck out (laughs) like literally (laughs) the best anxiety advice I've ever gotten I have a question though I kind of was under the uh, assumption that as a custodian you were alone a lot of the time and maybe you could even like I don't know slip away and not work sometimes so how true is that (laughs) um I will say sorry I think I'm delayed a little bit Shelby um I will go ahead Ash okay so yeah a lot of the time you are um pretty solitary Um, At least where I was, we got assigned to a specific area, kind of like how Shelby had said, but ours were like areas of the park. So there was like Cinderella Zone, which was the part right behind the castle with um, the carousel. There was Beast Zone, which was the area that was Beauty and the Beast themed. Like all the, everything split up into sections. And so there's one custodian assigned to each section. So you are kind of by yourself. Um, You're basically, if you're working streets, at least, you're in charge of keeping your trash cans empty, walking around, picking up trash that people drop, um, the rides that are in your area. You're in charge of any codes that happen on the rides. So Ugh. nobody ever wanted the teacups because people throwed <laughs> up on those a lot. No, yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. And nobody wanted Dumbo because the way the line works in Dumbo is that you get like a beeper like you would at a restaurant and then the kids can go play in like this interactive area and the kids don't want to stop playing to go pee so they'll just keep playing until they piss their pants in the playground area (laughs) (laughs) so they're so literally like at least once or twice an hour when you work there you gotta go clean up some pee where are the pants Literally, literally, because there's no bathroom inside, which is worst idea ever. If you go to the Uh, theme park, like, don't even touch that part of the place. Please don't. Yeah, Yeah. don't go there. Don't go. I mean, the custodians are working so hard and cleaning it up, but don't go in there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you are by yourself, um, which actually was kind of nice for me. I enjoyed having a little bit like an introvert. Right. Like, you still have to talk to guests a lot, but, like, I was kind of in charge of myself. I could kind of decide what needed to be done. And if you needed to chill, you could, like, we had some of us, we were allowed to bring, like, bubbles. And so you could just, like, stand in a spot and blow bubbles for a while. Or you could, if you wanted to disappear backstage, I guess you could. I had not a crying in the bathroom moment like Shelby, But there was one time when I was assigned to a restroom. So you're assigned either streets or restrooms. I hated being in the restrooms because that's the only place you could go. You couldn't leave your restroom for very long. And I was on this tiny one in Main Street. And like, so it was clean and I didn't know what to do. So I went in the teeny tiny supply closet and just hid in the supply closet because I didn't know what else to do. (laughs) 
I, I didn't want to like thing. I didn't want to stand at the entrance and stare at everyone <laughs> while they came into the bathroom. <laughs> so I just hid in there. Aww. That's great. Yeah. So I that's do... how I got oh, sorry. Dallas. I was Go gonna ahead. say I have a question after Shelby also answers that question. Oh yeah, I think it was pretty similar. It depended what assignment you were on for me, whether you're working alone or with someone. Um, and pretty much all of our assignments included restrooms. So that, depending on how traffic heavy, whatever restrooms were in your area would kind of depend on whether or not you could slip away. Um, so like for instance, when you were on pool assignment, there were there are two two pools and a splash pad in one area. Then there's a second pool in the middle. But then you would also have the restrooms at an area called Narcuzzi's. It was a restaurant um, that was at the opposite end of where the first pool is. So depending on your area, you might clean one restroom, go on to your next two, but by the time you got back, that restroom would be a mess. Or like, we had Park Fair in the Floridian, which is a uh, character dining oh, yeah. experience. And it would be, every day it was packed. The restroom closest to Park Fair was only three stalls. Oh. And... That was everyone's nightmare. <laughs> um, because one, to get in there to try to clean it with as many people who were waiting on getting into the restaurant or whatever was a nightmare. And then also when you left to go clean your other restroom and came back, it would be destroyed. <laughs> uh. And I think my fear was always, oh, a manager's going to walk in and see this and think that I'm not doing my job. Right. Um, but there were definitely other assignments where you could sneak away. One thing I remember, I don't know if it was similar for you, Ashley, but that coworkers who had seniority, who had been there for a while, kind of had their uh, specific assignments that they would get every week. Um and on the days that they were off, sometimes they would throw a college program kid in there. So one of my favorite assignments was working at the convention center at the Grand Floridian. Because if you were there on a good day, there weren't any conventions going on. <laughs> so you would just like clean up any mess that there was. Um, but there's no conventions, so you wouldn't have to worry about like recleaning anything and there was this guy I worked with who was probably about 70 years old <laughs> he, he had retired from his job and just wanted to work at Disney to get the benefits and he would clean and then he would go into a custodial closet and just watch movies on his phone <laughs> that's the sky oh, that's yeah, the life. and I remember the first time I got paired with him he was so funny but I also remember, like, anxious little me being like, are we going to get in trouble? Like, 
Oh. It felt so <laughs> naughty. So I think, I think it really just depends on what your assignment is and like, yeah, how heavy the foot traffic yeah. is on whether or not you could disappear. <laughs> People definitely did it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 We were too goody two shoes to do it too much, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so too. Now looking back, I'm like, man, like, just go hide in the closet. I know. Well, <laughs> I could get paid that much. <laughs> right. Yeah. Our situation was kind of. Was... Sorry. Our situation oh, was kind of um, different in the sense that, like, I guess obviously the resorts are open all the time. So I don't know what the difference is with, like, how many hours people worked. But, like, usually the people who had been there for a while at Magic Kingdom were working during the day. And then the college kids would come in at like two, three, four and work until like midnight, one, two o'clock. So we weren't really vying too much for like the full-time seniority spots. Um, usually it was just kind of whenever you got there and clocked in, you grabbed the radio of whatever area you wanted. So we definitely had our favorite areas to go for that were easier and we did have an area what? in Tomorrowland. I hated working in Tomorrowland. It was so much worse. There were no princesses. What the heck? And there was an area around the lunching pad, which during the day is people getting lunch. And there's oh. like, it's in a circle and it's just a circle of trash cans. And it's so busy that you're just doing a constant trash run. And when you get your trash oh, backstage and dump it, by the time you get back out, everything is full again so it's literally just constantly oh. and we had these giant carts with like three trash cans worth on them and so we were just pushing those back and forth in the middle of the day over and over again oh my gosh horrible it sounds like I a circle of hell oh. <laughs> it was horrible oh, no. you really you gotta learn to watch out for yourself man because yeah that's rough things get dangerous out there in the heat yeah so. definitely mm -hmm. they really do did people um, work overnight at the Grand Floridian or the resorts? So our shifts were 7 to 3.30 or 3.30 to midnight. And then they had a third shift, which may have been like a contracted company that would come in oh, after them okay. and do like deep cleaning stuff. But not oh, okay. none of us custodians got that shift. Okay, that's good. And then that's there good. would be... Yeah, there would be another shift where something that would happen a lot is that you might work 3.30, you might work what was considered the night shift, but then you would have to work the day shift the next day. So, Clopening. Their, yeah, their compromise was that they would let you off at 11 instead of midnight. What do you mean? Back at seven which if you count is still only eight hours between shifts no it's oh not okay <laughs> like not even including getting home who didn't even have a vehicle if like if you had to wait yeah. for the bus to take you home and then buses were never on time and yeah they were so slow oh that sounds awful yeah if yes. you miss one um, it took like 20 minutes for another one to get there it was horrible mm-hmm yeah, and then that was if they didn't break down, too, because they broke down all the time. Yes. And, mm -hmm. yeah, 
Annalisa, you said you had a question. What yes. was your question? Yeah, I actually wanted to ask Ashley because I think I remember you saying that like the custodians that do the water drawing on the sidewalk, that you could get trained to do that. If you had stayed longer than May, would you have wanted to train to do something like that? Yeah, I probably would have trained. Um, I didn't, be- again, because of anxiety. And you probably you had to like ask your coordinator to schedule that to take the class. Um, but I'm sure if I was there longer, I would have. Because that was very cute. That was a very fun like side thing you could do is the custodians that paint the characters paint the characters with water in their little buckets and that was a really cute thing to do (laughs) so cute and pin trading that was a cool thing you could do too i love pin trading oh that's a good idea for another episode i'm gonna take that pin trading yeah (laughs) (laughs) do they still have I don't think cast members can really pin trade anymore. As far as I'm aware, they just have like boards now where you can pin trade. Yes. But I think so. Yeah, yeah. it's With too bad. COVID, I, I, yeah. I, get that, I get it because it also distracted us a lot. And like, you know, people would want to pin trade with me when I was trying to get characters off set and stuff like that. But it was a fun part of the job. Mm-hmm. So, Ashley, what were, what would you say were some of your like more magical moments as a custodian? Mm, Well, for me personally, I got to watch the fireworks (laughs) almost every night working in Magic Kingdom. So that was very cool. I saw wishes like I don't even know how many times and I pretty much teared up every time. So that was always fun. Um, But for guests... (laughs) Um, being a custodian is sometimes a little bit of a thankless job, so you don't get as many like <laughs> special magical moments. Um, but we do get to like replace people's food, like if they drop it on the floor, like and you sweep up their fries, you get to take them to the front and get them replacement <laughs> fries, which people That's always nice. love. So that was always cool. Um, Another magical moment for me, again, <laughs> was it was at the end of a shift. It was really late. And like all the guests were gone. And the princesses had come out of Princess Fairytale Hall. So it was like Rapunzel. And I think, I don't know if it was Cinderella, like a couple of them. And they were just like kind of out walking around a little bit and interacting. And we were talking to them. And they we I think we had told them that we were playing the Cinderella game, which is what we called cleaning. So that was cute. (laughs) I think Rapunzel said she wanted to learn how to like sweep with her hair or something. It was very sweet. So that was, that was a very cool memory. Those are sweet. Yeah. I think a lot of like the magical moments I think of too are like things that happened to me, not like necessarily a guest interaction. Um, like you mentioned, the fireworks and wishes specifically was happening while we were there, um, which I still feel like are the best fireworks. But... So good. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, and another thing for me was I one of the areas that I got to clean, which was really cool, was the wedding pavilion at the Grand Ooh. Floridian. And it's just one it was quiet usually because you would go in there prior to a wedding. So there'd typically be no one else in there. And 
there's uh, a piece of glass where like the people getting married would stand and it magnifies the castle so that when you take photos it looks like like it's the two people and then the castle right there so i would be in there like sweeping or vacuuming or whatever and just staring at the castle and it felt so like you mentioned cinderella like very often i thought of myself as cinderella because (laughs) we had you know these outfits and like you said it's kind of a thankless job um but in a lot of ways it still felt really magical um and then too just like getting to be in an area i don't know how you guys feel about this but like getting to work somewhere where in some ways it does feel like anything could happen at any moment just because like you're at disney and it's magical um and sometimes that anything that can happen is bad (laughs) but you still never know (laughs) oh man yes let me see what else do i have I do remember one time when I was able to work on Main Street, um, it was the evening shift and it was right before a parade was going to start. And so everybody was lined up, up and down Main Street, ready for the parade. So the whole center, like the road part was clear and me, and I think another custodian, cause I was maybe training with her or something. We were like just going around the street, making sure everything was swept up. It was clear for the parade, but it was just like me and her walking down Main Street with all of these people lined up. <laughs> And I was like, it's me. I'm the parade. (laughs) (laughs) With my broom, my sweeping up trash. It's the Ashley parade. That was cool. Not a lot of people have gotten to do that. No, that is true. I think about that too, like all the experiences you have that most people will never get to experience. I remember one time I got a code V and I was like, oh no where is this what's happening and it was it was actually a baby at park fair who just threw up in their high chair so i was like oh thank god as long as it's not an adult i think i'll be okay (laughs) so i go they move the high chair backstage so i go backstage and i'm starting to clean it in um the two cinderella stepsisters and the prince were back there waiting to go into park fair and i had one never seen a prince before i don't think and i had not seen the stepsisters and they were so nice and i'm just standing back there like cleaning throw up out of this high chair and they're so glamorous like standing next to me waiting to go inside but they were super nice about it and it was still cool. I still feel like even seeing characters backstage, like you'd still get excited and stuff. You saw yeah. quite a few characters, didn't you, Ashley, backstage? Somewhat, yeah, because the the um, dumpsters <laughs> were backstage. <laughs> oh no! If we had a place that had dumpsters, we took it backstage. Um, yeah. Some spots had the HVAC machines, which was like this big kind of open tube, and you would just dump the trash in it, and it would suck it away. 
So that part was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I did get to see <laughs> backstage quite a bit. So that was cool. Um, you know, Ariel backstage with her dingle hopper doing her hair so she can come back and meet guests and Cinderella fixing oh, up cute. her dress with the mice. But um, one of my favorite stories to tell, not really backstage, but I'm going to tell it, is the trash princess story. <laughs> I was working in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> And I had to take out the trash inside <laughs> Princess Fairy Tale Hall, which is where you go and meet the princesses. And so I had gotten to the very front, which if you've never been in there, you go through the line. And then there's kind of like this main entrance and you'll go either to the left or the right to meet the two different sets of princesses. And so I had gone through that doorway because there was a trash can right around the corner. And the cast member, the attractions cast member had closed the curtain because it was time for the break for the princesses. And so I was stuck back there. I couldn't get out. So I had a full bag of trash in one hand and a roll of trash bags in the other. And I'm just kind of waiting so I can go back outside. And the cast member goes, hey, hey, go stand over there. And I was like, what? She said, go, go, go stand over there in the middle. So I'm in my white custodian outfit, bag of trash, roll of trash bags and I stand in the center and she opens the curtain and she goes da, 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 and it's just me and nobody laughs not a single guest cracked a smile they just looked at me and I looked at oh. them and they had probably been waiting 50 minutes to see Cinderella and they were like who the fuck is this but I'm standing there and I go, bye-bye everyone, bye-bye. And I walk out with my bag of trash. And so that's how a whole line of people waited 50 minutes to see the trash princess. That is fantastic. Oh, oh my gosh. That is that's really hilarious. funny. That's my favorite story. Funny. I want to share a story that was, um, so I did actually three college programs. My first one was with Ashley Shelby and Annalisia. And then I went back for a summer program and another like fall semester program. So my third program, one of my roommates who was actually a friend from college who had kind of followed me there, she worked quick service food and beverage in Magic Kingdom. And um, so she had to like work the little carts that sold popcorn and churros and stuff like that. She had to like push these carts, very heavy carts herself and push them backstage and stuff like that. One of her magical moments that I'll never forget is like, it was probably like around a holiday or something. So they had like some celebrities come in for the shows or whatever that they give at the, the castle. And I guess a flow rider was there. <laughs> And so he was like hanging out backstage, like talking to some people. And she was so bold. I guess she just went up to like the circle of people and was just like, you know, joining in the conversation. And then she's like, hey, Flo Rida, welcome to my house. Oh my God. That's beautiful. I can't believe she did that. Yeah, oh he just laughed. He was like, <laughs> So that oh, she is an extra really one because oh my god, I could never. I would have gotten anxiety. <laughs> so bold, but I love it. That actually reminds me. That's hilarious. That reminds me, though, that uh, in episode of the middle, 
was shooting at the Floridian Ooh. when I was working there one night. That's cool. And yeah, they had blocked off part of the pool. And I think I was working the pool that night. And I was like, because <laughs> it was going to be closed. And um, I was walking into the lobby and one of the cast members walked past me with a woman and it was the mom from the middle. And I was just like, oh, whoa. Just, I feel like there were weird things like that happening quite a bit. Did you guys have any other celebrity type sightings? I worked a party that had, (laughs) you had one. I worked a party once that was like (laughs) in the area behind um, Cinderella Castle again. And I worked like the bathroom that was kind of just right outside of it, like just in case the celebrities had to go pee pee poo poo while they were at the party. (laughs) I don't remember anybody famous coming into the bathroom, but when I walked through, I did see the younger brother from Good Luck Charlie sitting at one of the tables. So that was pretty cool. Oh, I think that because I've had a similar one where the uh, the same like kids from that show, they went on Kilimanjaro safaris and I so actually two. So that makes two. Actually, I was working um, where the trucks come back. You literally tell them when to stop when they get to the deck. So that way uh, the guests can then get off and they don't overshoot it or undershoot it and everyone can get off. Well, if you're a celebrity, you come on in that exit, basically. And no one told me. So I see this cast member with their, like, you know, the the tour guide ones with the vest, with the plaid vest and that really huge button and everything. And they're walking. And they're like, okay, how's your day? I was like, it's good. And they're like, okay, we're going to go on the next one. And I was like, okay. (laughs) Because... No one told me. And so I was like, all right, you obviously seem superior. You know what you're doing. I'm going to just let you do what you do. So I went through all the aisles. I made sure there was no trash or anything because that was part of your job. And then they went on and I saw them and I was like, and I like recognized that they, I didn't know their names. <laughs> I didn't even know their characters' names on the show. I just knew that they were from, uh, Hey Jesse from, <laughs> from that show, from that Disney show. And I was like, hmm. That's cool. I was that close, <laughs> that close to them. Um, so that was one. And then the second one, I was actually driving and the same thing happened. They came up through the exit and they were like, hey, Annalisa, can you take this car? And I was like, yeah, sure. I don't mind. But I didn't actually see who the celebrity was because he had a huge entourage. I just saw a bunch of people wearing very, very bougie looking outfits and everything. So I do my stuff and they looked so bored, which was very disheartening for me. So, and I was like, where y'all from? And they're like, we're from LA. And so like, I was trying to get them to interact a little bit, but they were just not interested. And so anyways, they get off and my brain is like, I have no idea who those people were. So it's just, it must be me who just is uncultured or whatever. And then the person who's at the exit was like, Annalisa, that was Ice Cube. You had ice cube on your on your vehicle, what? and I was like, I I did I did wow. I didn't even know I didn't <laughs> see him in the mirror I didn't see him get on I didn't see him get off but everyone was raving that I had ice cube on my picture oh so I can't say that like oh I was starstruck or oh he was nice because I didn't see him at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I don't know if that I counts. I didn't know that. Yo, but that totally right counts. <laughs> I didn't know that story, Annalicia. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't want to say that because I was low-key embarrassed <laughs> that no, I had a celebrity cool. in my truck and I didn't even notice. Uh, yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, Ashley, is there any other custodial memories coming to mind that you would like to share? Boy, howdy. <laughs> uh, there was one dramatizing night <laughs> when I was working in a, in a restroom. Uh, yeah. And I... I won't tell y'all which restroom because you don't need it to be sullied by this memory like I have been sullied. <laughs> but it was a restroom that I actually still like to this day. And I see this lady like scurry out of this stall real fast. And I think she had a kid with her and they scurry right out of there. And I was like, hmm, they're acting kind of suspicious. And so I oh. go over there and I open the door and there is just poop on the floor. Nothing prepares you <laughs> for human poop on the floor. Oh, I still don't know if it was, I hope it was the kid that pooped on the floor, but you never know. And there was a little like, size. well, it was, I don't want to get too graphic. It was kind of mushy. I little footprints tracked around so when it got messed up and I was like oh god (laughs) so I that was a low point for me I had to uh clean up that stall the best I could and um I have an even more graphic story do y'all want to hear that one or should we just move on Oh, definitely, because I have a graphic story I'd like to share. So we okay. want you, listeners. Y'all can skip yeah. ahead a couple minutes if you don't yeah, want to yeah. this. This is the custodian poop episode, okay? So I was on Main Street, again, working in a bathroom. This is probably why I didn't like the bathrooms. But this lady comes out of this bathroom, this stall, and she says to me, I don't know what she said, like, like this stall is is gross or something like like something bad is in there and i was like okay so i go into this stall and man when i tell you that's the biggest log i've ever seen in my life (laughs) and it was not gonna flush down the toilet she could not flush that thing so she had to come out and tell me about it and i was like (laughs) Now I have to break up an adult woman's piece of poop so it will go down the toilet. <laughs> so we had these grabbers, luckily. So I like wrapped that thing in toilet paper and I did what I had to do. <laughs> but I was like, woman, you couldn't have got your own toilet paper and broken up your own feces. <laughs> but I guess that's what they pay me for. Well, not oh. enough. Don't yeah, certainly not enough. enough. Oh, I don't know. Did that you was have my, to clean the lowest. men's restroom too, or are you were strictly women's restroom? No, just women's. Yeah. Which, to be okay. fair, I think was worse because women's restrooms had um, the little containers for menstrual things, oh. and mm-hmm. those yeah. those were not fun yeah. to clean up. Yeah, yeah. And I think also that nine times out of ten, the kids were going to the restroom with mom. Yep. Right. So you had more you got all the child kids. traffic. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> Led to more mess. To be fair, I did hear a story um, from one of the guys that I think it was in the restroom that everyone can go in, but um, there was pee on the ceiling somehow. Some man had gone in there and made pee stalactites coming from the ceiling, so he had to mop the ceiling. I didn't have to do that. Oh my god. um... I had a male custodian friend in Hollywood Studios, and he would talk about Cave paintings? That's what they called them. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Don't even I, know. Oh my gosh. I only ever had to clean one male restroom, and it was only if you got this specific assignment. And it was only because there was like two stalls. It wasn't busy. So what they would have you do is they would have you prop the door open with like one of those caution signs or something. And you could see into the bathroom from this little restaurant. So people, you know, could tell if there was a woman in there. So one day I'm cleaning that restroom. I've got the door wide open. And you can clearly see me. And this guy just walks right past me to the urinal next to me. And and I was just like, nope. And I left. left. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm. nope. Not today. Nope. Yeah. But uh, I feel like every custodian has their their traumatizing stories, uh, like the ones Ashley mentioned. I know one time I was cleaning the pool. It was a night shift. And it had started to lightning, which if you're on pools, is the best thing that can happen to you. Because that means <laughs> they have to shut the pools down. <laughs> and yeah. you can pretty much just go hide in the restroom. So... That had happened, so I go to, like, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go sit in the restroom for a second, make sure it's clean. And I'm, like, feeling really relieved, because I think, too, it was getting pretty late into the night, so I was like, my shifts will be done soon. So I'm going through the bathrooms, like, the individual stalls in the pool bathroom, and cleaning them, and I get to what was the handicapped stall, which, you know, is typically a a bigger restroom that has its own sink in the stall. And I look in the sink and in the sink was just a a giant pile of shit. Why the sink? (laughs) And I could be wrong. But I am like pretty positive it was adult. Oh god! <laughs> was the sink like lower to the ground? No, no? I don't know. No, I have so many questions. That's what I wanted to. I have no idea, but I just remember like I had cleaned around the toilet or something, and then I go to the sink, and I just remember taking a physical step back. And just sort of, like, quietly trying to convince myself that I shouldn't, like, that I'm not going to have to clean it up, even though I knew I was going to have to. (laughs) And, um, yeah, that was my worst nightmare come to life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's just, I think every custodian had a poop story that I knew. At least I know at some point during the program, you and Ashley definitely commiserated together, and I I remember <laughs> one story in particular. I would like you for you to tell, <laughs> which about the 
I don't know. Maybe it was just a quote y'all had or something, but you said that you were going to, like, take your granny custodian <laughs> panties or something. <laughs> what was that story? We all decided because we were so angry and so tired of all the bullshit that we were going to poop our pants and <laughs> and then replace the Vistaway flags with our poopy pants and light them on fire. So our poopy fire pants would be flying in the wind. Oh my god. <laughs> No, okay. yep. Oh my god. And then Shelby, tell them about what you were going to do with your socks. <laughs> if you Listen. can. <laughs> when you have to clean up adult shit more than once, you have to come up with other ways to like release that negativity. Understandable. And... Ashley and I, because we worked night shifts so often, we would come home and sit on the couch and just sort of vent about whatever had happened that day. And I think, like, being delirious would come up with the different ways we were going to avenge ourselves. Yes. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> I believe the sock story is that we are going to take our feet... <laughs> And rub them all over the wall. <laughs> Just spread all the dirt and germs among the walls. Under the paint field from the walls. <laughs> because. Because when you're so hot all day long and you would come home and take your shoes off and you'd be like, oh my god, this is horrible. By the end of my program, I had holes in my tennis shoes because I'd worn them out so badly. I also remember a story which I was telling one of my family members the other day is that Ashley and I would joke about there was uh, one of those slingshots in Orlando. I knew it was oh, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, is that it looks like a ball. It's held up by these two V things. And you get in it, and they literally slingshot you up into the air. And so our, jo- <laughs> our joke was that we were going to get on the slingshot. <laughs> Somehow managed to bring shears onto the slingshot (laughs) and (laughs) when the ball hit that like up in the air we were gonna (laughs) dark time we were gonna cut either side of the (laughs) the rope (laughs) oh my god (laughs) I scream goodbye cruel world (laughs) Oh my, oh my god. We didn't have any coping skills, guys. We didn't know how to deal with we our had, depression. We had no coping mechanisms at all, which is, we were like, these 
giant babies with a lot of mental health issues that they let loose onto Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did what we could and we laughed but through it. Makes it. For some- yeah. Yes. Yes, we did. Makes for some good laughs now, for sure. Yes. Yeah. I apologize for any noises Um, I just made. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Well, I guess we should somewhat bring this to a close. So, uh, overall, Ashley, I would like for you to tell me what, um, what are your feelings now on your Disney experience as an employee? Oh, wow. I mean, looking back, I honestly do think being a custodian was the best role that I could have gotten, even through all of the things that I went through. I really did enjoy the freedom. I know in a lot of other roles, you were just kind of put in a place and you literally couldn't move from that place until your time on stage was up. Um, And I got to just walk around. There was many times when I got to just like walk around the Little Mermaid area or the Beauty and the Beast area. Mm -hmm. And I just got to walk around Disney World as my job. So like that part was very cool. And I think helped me out a lot. Um, Sure, it was very hard because I was very young and it was my first job. And I didn't have the coping mechanisms and skills that I have honed now as a 28 year old woman do i think i would do it again now the situation would have to be very specific but there were a lot of really cool really good things and if you're a young person considering doing it talk to people get a lot of information but i think it could be really cool and it could be really right for you um i don't regret it at all not even for one second It was really hard, but it was really amazing. And I got to meet the girls of 309 who have been my besties for this whole time and have brought so much magic to my life and made it so much worth it. So yeah, it was hard, but it was really cool. And the highest of highs and the lowest of lows that I've experienced. (laughs) Yeah, I think I feel very similarly. I, looking back at it, like I said earlier, I wish I could... I wish I had had the coping mechanisms because a lot of it came down to, at the time, not knowing how to regulate emotions. And uh, if I was where I am now mentally then, I think I could have let myself enjoy it a whole lot more. Um, But also, yeah, exactly like you said, I think it's, it really is a once in a lifetime experience. And when I think of like coming of age phases in people's lives, that definitely that time there feels like mine. I had a lot of growing up to do and Disney definitely helped me with that for good and for bad. Um, And yeah, I think like you said, as a custodian, it was probably the best role that I could have had. I can't imagine being kind of stuck in one spot, uh, whereas a custodian, you do get to roam around at least a little bit, and um, you get to be outside a lot, which is, it is hot, but that's also pretty cool. Um, And yeah, you really go into each day not 
not ever really knowing exactly what your day is going to end up like, which is scary, but also exciting. Um, so, yeah, I would not trade that experience for anything in the world. And like you said, I've met you guys, which has been one of the highlights of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, met a lot of really incredible people along the way. So, like Ashley said, if you're considering doing it and maybe you have some anxiety like we did, mm-hmm. um, definitely f- figure out some tools to take with you. Uh, don't put the amount of pressure on yourself that I think we did at the time. That helps a ton. And yeah, talk to people. And use your college program friends, whether you work with them or live with them, as, like, those are your allies. Uh, You know, and I do think that if it weren't for you guys, I don't think I would have made it, to be honest. Um, (laughs) Because there were several times already that I did want to leave because of a lot of the stuff I had going on mentally. And so I think without you guys, I probably would have left early. So I'm very thankful for you all in that time. It's a great bonding um, experience. There... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Is Drama there... bonding. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yes. <laughs> All right. Is there anything anyone else wants to add before we close out? Do we want to talk about how we got hit on or should we keep that out? Because it's a little sketchy. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. We can talk about that if you want. I mean, it's a real part of the experience. So Ashley, tell me about um, your experiences as a young woman and uh, dealing with uh, the opposite sex, I guess, while working at Disney. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not gonna name any names because I don't know if that person still works there. Um, Nothing like illegal or bad happened. Please don't take it that way. Um, I look back on it and laugh and I'm glad that I had the ability to like stand up for myself and make sure that nothing scary or bad happened. Um, But there were and probably are still people there who are older or of like middle age who see these young women come in and will flirt with them and the words are hard to <laughs> say specifically yeah. again nothing scary overly or bad happened. friendly yes overly friendly um i had it was my last day working at least with this man and he had been like super nice to me again kind of overly nice to me and i was 19 i didn't know how to like buff people off so i was just like nice to him whatever And it was my last day working with him and he was in a whole different area. I think he was in Tomorrowland. I was in Fantasyland. He came like all the way over to where I was working and took me to like a back room, which in retrospect is so sketchy. Yeah. (laughs) But he took me to like a back room and was saying like, 
oh, it's your last day. This is like the last time I'm going to see you, like blah, blah, blah. And then he like takes my face and he goes, I would like to kiss you. Oh, and I, I just went, that. no. Yeah. <laughs> Not be doing that. And I don't, honestly, I don't remember what happened after that. Again, so thankful that nothing bad happened, that it didn't escalate, that he didn't get angry. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's probably a nice man. I hope so. But um, yeah, that is an experience that uh, Shelby and I both um, experienced as uh, young women in that situation. So my advice, um, keep your eyes out. Laugh at it if you can. Hopefully um, it's nothing bad or scary, but stand up for yourself. And if someone makes inappropriate things, says inappropriate things to you, don't be scared to be like, "Mm, no, I'm good, actually. Not okay. (laughs) No, not okay. Yeah, I had something very similar happened to me with a guy that I worked with. He, like Ashley said, at first it's like kind of funny. Like you think it's funny, like, oh, this man who is more than 10 years older than I am is like making small comments and advances. And um, also the conversations that were happening in 20. 14 are not the same as the conversations that we're having now about that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so again, like you mentioned, Ashley, it's like at the time I didn't really know what was appropriate and what wasn't. Um, And so, yeah, there were comments made um, that one particular man we would get put on assignments together and would be, yeah, just in custodial closets together. And now thinking back as a grown woman, I'm like, oh my God, like, thank God nothing happened. Um, But he would say like, oh, you're so beautiful today. What would your dad think if you married me? I've got a daughter. Would you want to like, you know, things like that. Um, And this happened really quickly from when I started. Uh, You know, it's not like we built this rapport. It was pretty quickly I was getting some of these advances. And then for us, where we parked our cars was actually across the street from the hotel. So after your shift ended, you'd have to walk from the hotel across the street to your car. And typically... Everyone that you worked with would walk together. So one day I'm walking back to my car and he kind of, you know, comes up next to me. And he said, Shelby, I'm coming to your apartment tonight. And this was just like totally out of the blue. And I'm very thankful that I don't know where the gumption came from at the time, because I definitely did not have it in most situations. Um, And the same as Ashley's, I just said, no. And I remember, like, I spent walking to get away from him. Um, But it's funny, too, because you mentioned your experience with that one guy on your last day. On my last day, I was working the pools, and I get to my section, and I was working, I believe it was a night shift. um, And he had already worked the day shift, so he's there after his shift has ended. 
and he's cleaning up the pool area because he found out that's what my assignment was and wanted to clean it before for me before I left. Which is just, yeah, when you look back and think, I was 19, this guy was mid-30s, like, it's At weird. Least. But yeah, at yeah. the time, yeah, you're like, okay. And I remember feeling uncomfortable, but not, again, not having the words and not knowing enough to go to someone and say like, hey, this guy is saying and doing some things that make me feel weird, you know? Um, and yeah, that was definitely not an isolated incident. I had other people make comments to me. I had a lady, and I may cut this later on, but one of the women I worked with very bluntly told me one time, uh, all the men think you want to fuck them because you laugh a lot. Oh my god. What? And I think I laughed in response because that's oh my like my... What is this to say to that? Like, right. Some and, people um, laugh though as like a nervous like tick. Like it's a reflex. Yeah. Like it and doesn't some... mean... Yeah, yeah, just because you're friendly does not mean that... <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's me. I definitely was and am that person who laughs a lot. Um, but I, I think about you. <laughs> thank you. I think at the time it did make me go like, well, am I doing something that is making these people think that I'm hitting on them or, you know, like basically someone is saying you're to blame for their behavior, which is, you know, now we know it's not correct, yeah, but not right. Yeah. When you're 19, you don't yeah. know any better most of the time. Um, so yeah, definitely be wary. I mean, I think in any working situation, you're going to see that, but it happens. It, yeah, it does happen. I do think at as a college program kid, it's maybe you stick out a little bit because you're so yeah. young. People pretty much immediately know. Um, yeah, and they're temp you're yeah. temporary too. They know that. Right, exactly. So that's a whole other part of it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so just be careful. Look out for yourself. Always talk to your coordinators and managers too. You know, don't be shy about that stuff. <sighs> um... Yeah. Well, what a note to end on. <laughs> I literally always I, like so... remembered just joking about how all the old men were hitting on Shelby and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I didn't know so all funny. this. Stuff. I was like, yeah. "I'm gonna marry you" or something like that. I remember yeah, right. joking about it. And Trying to us. I don't know if yeah. we joking about that. <laughs> no, I do too. I. It's funny because thinking, I was thinking about stuff that happened, and I've been thinking about that stuff too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're like oh that was weird like that wasn't okay yeah. actually and yeah at the time it seems like it seems funny because you're like oh this is weird like this old guy's hitting on me uh -huh. yeah. the coping yeah. mechanism is to make it funny like you know right. you put humor on your trauma but that's not mm -hmm. healthy 
No. Right? I mean, that yeah. man that took me back there, he was like a tall dude. Like he was bigger than me. Like, yeah. Looking back so at scary. it, that was so sketchy. But we mm-hmm. didn't like, what, what do you do? We didn't know to like tell anybody. You think you're being, you're overreacting. You think, oh, yeah. well, nothing actually happened. Nothing bad happened. But yeah. well, and to be honest, I don't remember getting. I do feel like maybe as college program goes that they should implement some sort of sexual harassment training. I don't remember going through anything too I don't deep either. on that. Um, no, not really. Mm-mm. But yeah, I think that would definitely be helpful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yes. Well, (laughs) (laughs) can we tell another story so you have something to like edit into at the end? Another like (laughs) happy go lucky story. Yeah. Um, you should tell your story about the princess asking autograph thing, shall we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Annalisa mentioned to me, mentioned a story to me before we started recording. That I had told her at the time and one of the things that we got trained on um, is creating magical moments or trying to if you know something ever came about and something they would tell us is that like if you see uh, kids you know standing around or something ask them for their autograph as Aww. if they're one of the characters so cute. and so one day I'm at the Floridian and I see this little girl and she was, I think she was waiting in the lobby with her mom, but her mom was checking out or something. And so I took like a little pin and pad and I was like, Oh, hello princess. Cause that's, again, they were like, you know, call them prince or princess. Can I have your autograph? And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I remember going, I'll never do that again. <laughs> and I walked away. You really tried. She stand up for herself more than we did. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she had way more gumption, yeah. Was she dressed as a princess, or was she uh, in, like, normal clothes? I honestly can't remember. I'm not sure. But she was not having it, yeah. which is fine. Good for her. You know? for that. <laughs> That's right. Um. Anyway, so I guess next episode we're gonna be uh, talking more about Stephanie's and Annalisa's roles in their various Disney college programs. And Annalisa also did a engineering program. Yeah, professional a professional, professional internship. Okay, the, what the profession was called. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, be looking out for that next episode. Uh, and thanks for listening today. We have been the girls of three hundred nine, and we're gonna say bye. bye.